Welcome, everyone, to Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Um, In case you didn't know, I just want to let you know that, um, boy, John Le Carre has a new book out. Um, His last one, A Legacy of Spies, brings together all of George Smiley's people once again. So if you're if you're a big fan of spy thrillers, that's the one to go to. But also, I want to introduce you to two new-to-me writers who are professional and personal collaborators. Um, Tamara, Tam, let's see. I know I said it right before. It's not Tamara. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Tamara, yeah, it's Beach. <laughs> and I knew the last name. And Renny DePazio are here with me. Absolutely, yes. Been, you got that right. Been, we've been laughing in, in the green room because <laughs> they have they. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to ask ahead of time, are you guys like together? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're we're personal collaborators too. So I was glad about that. They have written two books. Um, this series, it's a duology called The Emissary and the Emerald Tablet. I will tell you, if you love fantasy. If you love the forces of good against evil, if you love love triumphing over hate, good over bad, but all the tangled weaves that go in between there, the, the branches that go throughout to make an impactful story, you are going to love this duology. Welcome, Tamara. Tamara, <laughs> ready to the show. We have a host Whose name is Tamara? Happy to so. be here. <laughs> Thank you for so having me. I'm sorry. Us. I'm so glad you guys. I get it. Really- it. It happens all the time, and I, I answer to any, just about anything that's polite. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I even answers the ones that are not polite, so we're good there. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. How are you tonight? You're you're kind I'm of being the solid Thank partner. Thank you so much, Pam. You're welcome. I want you each to please. Tell me a little bit about yourselves, and starting with you, Rennie. Um, you know, I like, I'm a lifelong learner. I like to travel. I love mysteries, um, and um, I, I, I have a great life, so I, I'm kind of feeling very blessed. Oh, he's being very humble. When, when I met I Rennie, so. he was... Yes, he was he was working as a producer and uh, director. He'd done a, he'd done a few different projects and was working as an actor. And he was just such a free spirit. And he was traveling around the world and and working to be a creator. Um, I I was in kind of a different boat. When we yeah, met. So, yeah. Tam Tam's been a writer her whole life, so it's where so, we we are quite different. I want you now, since she told me about you, I want you to tell me about her, Rennie, okay? Absolutely. She has been writing since she was three years old. She used oh to God. write on her mom and dad's typewriter, and the D was <laughs> malfunctioning. So all of her work has this malfunction D in it. But she, she wrote her whole life and uh, actually pursued it into university and has, much like me, um, we both have tons of had tons of ideas, uh, didn't finish a lot of them. 
No, until, until we then, met, and then then the what ended up happening, our lives didn't make much sense together because Rennie was traveling. He was a, a bachelor. Um, he had no children. He wasn't tied down. I had three very young children when we met, and uh, a community and a and a very tied to my community and my friends and family. So uh, we had to figure out a way that our relationship our passion could be expressed and to make sense and it came out in this collaboration and it actually started tomorrow nine years ago the anniversary <gasps> of the first How day wonderful. we wrote together is tomorrow oh. so congratulations yeah. how wonderful if I, could, if I could sing i'd sing happy anniversary but you don't want to hear that you know that's <laughs> great <laughs> We'll have now, a glass um, of wine on for you later. <laughs> please do. Now, are you both in Vancouver? Yes, we are. Very good. Now, it's my understanding that um, you both received the Empowered Writers Award in 2014 from the World International Peace Festival in Vancouver. Will you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, you know, it was an. We're just so honored. To, to have been in the company of the people we were in. Um, there is a wonderful um, World Poetry uh, International has a, has a show here in Vancouver. And um, Ariadne, um, oh, what's Ariadne's last name? It's going to come to me later. But she's, uh, she's been uh, promoting just uh, community and unity around the world, not just for writers, but for everybody. And when she finds different works and different people that she feels are expanding um, that peace and unity around the world, she she acknowledges them. And, and there was a, a medal ceremony, and they, they honored us. So we were pretty blown away. Congratulations. How wonderful. Now, not Thank only you. that, um, you were awarded a gold medal reader's favorite for the emissary and a bronze medal reader's favorite for the Emerald tablet this year. So I know I'm not the only one who loves both of these stories. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Yeah, we feel really honored. Um, Rennie, can I get you to talk first about book one? Sure. Go ahead. The emissary. Okay. <laughs> well, you know the the emissary. Um, it it starts off with with two soulmates that reincarnate um, throughout the ages. Um, I guess, Is that where's it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It's a uh, it's a love story, an adventure story. It's a reincarnation fantasy adventure that takes place over thirteen thousand years. Wow! And it is yeah, it's a it's a lot of book for a little book. Um, what are your characters' names? Your your emissaries' names, please. Okay, the the. The three main characters in our book is Marcus, Theron, and Helgul. Helgul. And um, so it's Marcus and Theron. 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 I'm not sure how you're saying it. Um, yeah, you know, the language. Said, we we a, pronounce it Theron, but I think it can be pronounced both ways. Okay. Yeah. Um, are the, I don't want to say heroes, but they are your lovers who are bound by this eternal bond, correct? 
Correct. Yeah. And we do, we do go into some depth on what is a soulmate and how, how does that connection happen and, and whether it's a conscious uh, decision or whether it's something outside of the character. So that's something that we wanted to play with because we don't think that had actually been done before. So Tam, tell me about that. Let's, let's talk a little bit further about that. What makes a soulmate? Well, you know, we, one of the themes that's underlying in the story is the idea of choice and the idea that our choices make a difference. So for right from the outset, we've got Marcus and Theron and they choose one another as soulmates. And that doesn't mean that they will always have these beautiful, loving, uh, event-free relationships and lives. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that they will always be lovers. Sometimes we have them born in different ages and their relationships are different. They might be mother and child. They might be friends. They might be, uh, there's, there's a lot of different things that happen over this series. Uh, but everything is choice. How magnificent. I love that concept. I love everything about it. Um, so this, the book ends in a very satisfactory way. But you know there's more to the story. And by the by, listeners, just let me tell you that they have gotten five-star reviews across the board. And, um, and so I'm going to read you what somebody said. They said, love this story. I love how it relates to the evolution toward consciousness that is our world's future and how it takes place in current relevant spiritual sites across the globe and that it also blends in real historic events in the past. It's an epic tale. That's a pretty powerful statement. That's really nice. And wow. you seem, yeah. your, your readers seem to love that. Have you not read all your wonderful book reviews? They're fabulous. Um, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Um, and yet you went on to go ahead and write another book. And that book was the, the final touches on this duology called The Emerald Tablet. So, Tim, will you tell us about that one, please? I sure will. Um, It's actually going to be a trilogy, so we can Ah, let you know that now. The third book in the series will be out in October of 2020. We're writing it currently. Um, The second book. Oh, we definitely. Okay. We would love to. We would love to. So the 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 emissary is a beautiful 200-page introduction to this world, and the Emerald Tablet is about 465 pages of wild ride through history. So our characters are reborn into different situations that incorporate the lives of Genghis Khan, that incorporate the lives of uh, Plato and Aristotle and Socrates. There's, uh, we also go into a World War II lifetime because we know that even in our short little lives here, we've lived multiple lifetimes. You know, every okay. decade seems to have its own story. And when you, mm-hmm. when you want to talk about soul evolution and soulmates and soul groups and consciousness, you have to thread it over a lot of history to make people really see themselves in it. Yes. Yes. Um, I was looking at your reviews on this one. Uh, you have not gotten anything under a five-star review on this book. It is that spectacular. Um, uh, you must be overjoyed, first of all, because isn't the readers, uh, the writers' focus is to tell, to storytell, and to entertain? 
Isn't that why you write? I mean, I know you write because you have to write if you're a writer, but what is your purpose, Rennie? What do you think the purpose of of writer's writing is, if you're going to put it out in in the public world? I think the answer to that, Pam, would be so varied. I think everybody has their purpose in life. I I believe everybody's come here for their own personal purpose. Um, I believe mine was enlightenment through entertainment. I love to be entertained. I want adventure, but I want to walk away and think. I want there to be some form of growth and some kind of learning from my entertainment. And we invested in that. We invested in that learning in a big way because, as we mentioned, we started writing nine years ago. We've done, we've done six, seven, eight years of research, getting the ancient history correct, getting the alternative theories correct. We've got full bibliographies at the end of both books, even though they're fiction, so that people can realize that there, there's so much truth woven through the stories. Um, One of our favorite comments, and it's really consistent, is I feel like you're telling my story. How did you know about this? And and we just answer by saying, we can't believe everyone's not talking about all this stuff, like all of the history and the consciousness. It's really pervasive. Yes. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, this, uh, the Emerald Tablet went on sale in February, and you continue to find devotees to your world. Your world. Um, how does that feel to you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 part of your question cut out there, Pam. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, you continue, even though this book released in February. Uh, People continue to flock to this series. How does that feel when you know learning that? Well, you know what? It feels amazing. And part part of the reason, I think it's a bit of a slow burn with us because we're with a smaller publishing house. So we, what ends up happening when you publish as a smaller publishing house authors is that you have to prove yourself before you get any legs, before you get any exposure. And as yeah. the books are being read, word of mouth. And the, it's catching yes. fire. So that's, we, that's kind of how we account for this, you know, the slower start is that we I, didn't I have don't a giant budget. I don't think it's slow budget. at all. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> think it's slow at all. I think it's amazing. I, I know authors who would kill to be in the position you are with your books. I mean, they're, uh, they're just you. wonderful. Yeah, they're fabulous. And to have the reviews that you have, which is wonderful. Um, could readers stop with the Emerald Tablet? Or do they really need to read the third book? Uh, readers could stop with the Emerald Tablet. I don't think any true reader would want to. Um, uh-huh. I'm a reader. <laughs> and I've, uh, you know, once, once you're into a series, you will be complete. You won't, there, you will be left with there's more places to go and there's more things to read about. But we don't mm-hmm. leave you in the middle of a lifetime. We don't leave you in the middle of something unfinished. You, you will have resolution at the end of book two. Yeah, and I think, I think reading book one, it ends with a cliffhanger. And, and book two takes off the second that one ends, book two begins. And then, we, you know, we kind of, it, we, we explain the, the world in the first emissary. Right. And then in the Emerald Tablet, we kind of get to play in that world. And then with 
the ancient book of changes, we turn that world on its head. Your artwork is very special for your covers. Um, did you have a hand in designing it, or did you hire someone to do that for you? Um, well, we've we've had oh boy, we've had four covers I think since uh-huh. we first began, and I'm mm-hmm. not sure which cover you're actually referring to. Are you talking? I'm, lo- I'm looking at the one on Amazon US for the emissary and the and the emerald tablet, and they're beautiful. They're absolutely oh, thank spectacular. You. So- Well, so what you'll notice is the Kindle version has Mm -hmm. almost a movie theme um, cover, and the and the paperback version has more of a sacred geometric cover, and that was very intentional. I'll let Rennie tell you what that was about. Yeah, that that new cover was actually was actually created by our uh, current producer, who is trying to get this movie and television. of our our books turned into a series so she it was actually her she worked with an artist to create those two new covers and we're we the kin- love them they're the kindle they version yeah they're beautiful yeah they're beautiful yeah, thanks so much. in a in a world where people are thumbing through literally doing a thumbnail look-see on books these caught my eye immediately um so tell me how did your story develop Oh boy, it's it has been such an amazing. I think I don't know if it's the same for all authors, but we definitely. Rennie handed me a 15-page screenplay treatment back when we decided to start writing together, and I read it and immediately we weren't married. We were just had just started dating, and and I immediately phoned him and said, "Oh, we have to do this. This is absolutely going to happen." So um, we started writing together, but it was. I have to say it's like a skeleton where you, you get the bones down and then you add so many layers. And, and it really, with all of the research and all of the character development and all of the traveling, we've, we've traveled all over the world. Randy had traveled to many of the places um, that we go to already, but we wanted it to be really accurate. So we've done a lot of traveling Um We've done ayahuasca ceremonies with shaman. We've, I mean, we've wow. had incredible experiences getting to the point of being able to authentically tell these stories. So layers and lots of editing. I, if anybody's out there a writer, absolutely edit, edit, edit. It's you can't do better than that. Right, right, right. Um, who? How, how did you do? How did you collaborate? Because. It's hard enough collaborating with someone that, you know, you have a personal relationship with <laughs> and, uh, and, and not having it go up in flames. So how do you separate the personal part from the professional part, the writer part of you? And how did well, you wow. physically write? Yeah. I mean, did you sit, like, face each other at two desks and say, you take chapter one, I'll take chapter two? I mean, how does it work for you? It's different for everyone. Okay. Yeah, and it's definitely been a process over the 10 years. So we've we've evolved to the point that we're currently at through lots of trials and tribulations. You know, it has been extremely difficult sometimes and incredibly joyful others. Uh, we, I think we really kind of appreciate each other's abilities and what they bring to the table. Which which really helps because then we have that mutual respect. We, sure. We write, 
we will write out the stories with the ideas, and we'll, we'll kind of write the story down, do a first draft, and then we kind of pass it back and forth um, until we're both extremely happy with it. Rennie is always re responsible for a brunt of the research. I'll do research on things like clothing and, and styles and, uh, you know, what kind of huts they lived in. And But Rennie will do a lot of the really high-profile high uh, research and bring it to me. And he's got a brilliant imaginative mind. So storyline-wise, any crazy bits that have been woven through the story, um, his creativity absolutely ramps up the writing a notch and I am rather to be the wordsmith I like to you know make fine-tune the words and the prose and make them beautiful sure. and uh, you know I've studied the classics and and that's where my passion lies is actually in the wording when you guys write and particularly in this genre do you have a playlist no, whoa, whoa, what a great question. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely, we have a playlist. Um, David Gray it. would be on there. <laughs> we love David Gray. Um, his uh -huh. music really, really captures. Um, we also like, really love NACO and Medicine for the People. Uh -huh. Their music really, really encaptures our writing style and the message that we're trying to to write about yeah. and we actually have quite different when i'm down to it when i'm in the the writing stage i can only uh -huh. have music you know music with no lyrics in the right, background right, because i'm right. one of those people that hears every lyric and knows right. them and knows them rennie doesn't hear lyrics so he he can write with you know elvis blaring if he wants to it doesn't matter at all because you might slip a word or two in the, the, from a lyric, right? And you don't want that to happen. I'm just, they, they, I can't make a proper sentence if I have other I words going through it's my a, head. Yeah. Right. It, it's, a divi it's a divided attention, and, and, and nothing good comes from that when you're trying to write. Um, that's so funny. What about your atmosphere when you're writing? Are, are you guys, you know, are, are, you, are you always writing together, or are you not always together? Are you sitting in a in a sacred writing spot? You know, do you sage the room? Uh, tell me what your your physical process for for prep for writing. You know, we we actually write everywhere. We, we write at the kids' hockey games, um, but but usually we have a, a a sectional couch, and she'll sit on one side of the couch. I'll sit on the other, and we kind of just do our work. We don't usually write at the exact same time because whoever has the, the script at that time is working on it, but there's always tons and tons of stuff to do, you know, to prepare for the next, whatever it may be, ads or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. But the most important part of our, our process is um, that we're, we have a, a comfortable, warm, loving home. So our environment is calm, it's quiet, and we have the best dog on the planet. And he just, his name is Socrates, and he just alternates between who's, who he's sitting behind, and sometimes he'll be sitting right on my shoulders. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a good thing because as we're working, I can ask Rennie questions immediately. Like I'll say to him, how do you th what do you think of this? How does this sound? What would he do here? why this isn't working and and that's really our process and sometimes you know if we're in a celebratory mood we we pour a glass of wine 
or if we're going to, you know, and we have some olives and some bread and we go in the back patio and we just sit down and say, okay, how are we going to work out the next um, chapter? Where are they going from here? And how are we going to get them from A to B? Do you outline it all or storyboard or, you know, index card? Or, or is it just a free-flowing thing, a very organic thing for you? Actually, we story we storyboard everything. So when I, we before we first started writing, I basically created a bunch of storyboards and kind of set the tone and the atmosphere that we were trying to write. And then I kind of that would be the producer and director in you, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and thank God for those skills because they really were beneficial. I'm sure. Well, it's hard for two different creative brains to see the same vision. So even when we'd have conversations and Randy would say, okay, this is what's going to happen, and da, 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 and we'd go back and forth a bit, and then I would sit down and write, I can take that exact document to him, and he'll say, oh, that's not what we said. And I said, well, that's what I heard. So the more that we can storyboard, the more that he gives me a visual and says, okay, this is what I think this character looks like. What do you think? Um, and we'll, it's, it's, it's really helpful, actually. Okay, so do you have pictures of your characters, images of your characters, and images of your world? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <gasps> yes, How we do. Wonderful. And, oh, no, it's I love beautiful that. to look at. Yeah, no, we get oh. so excited. And when you when you actually see, um, actually, you know what? We on our U, YouTube channel, we have a couple of book trailers there where we've kind of created. Um, some of the the ideas and the or the parts of the book with um, with the, our audio book. Yes. So okay. um, on our on our website at one uh, onegreatyear.com, um, there is on our media page there's links to our videos because we did a reading, and along with the reading, Renny put some of the visuals to really put you in the moment. Oh, my God, how wonderful. Do you know what a treat that is? I mean, I know some people really, really want to, you know, they want to imagine their own characters. I love it when I know what the author has in mind. I really do. So I'm thrilled that you did that. Um, And absolutely, I'm going to come and look at it. (laughs) As soon as we're finished with this, I'm going to post it all over my my social media, too. Um, So it's onegreatyear.com. Is that right? One spelled out? That's right. That's right. O-N-E. Didn't didn't you have a book by that name? Okay, so what happened is this series is based on the the great year ser- the, the the great year, and um, that is a cycle that takes twenty six thousand years approximately to complete, and it's a rise and fall in human consciousness. It was talked about in thirty one ancient civilizations, from the Mayans to Plato, um, and in that cycle there are is beginning in a golden age descending into a silver bronze into the dark age which would be just past present day now so just that was called the great one great year and when we originally got together Rennie and I wrote that in a book and that book has been pulled off the market it was a very small release and we completely rewrote it and added 200 pages and new storylines, new characters, really advanced it because as we wrote the sequel, we found 
there was a lot missing. We needed to, we had so much more story that we wanted to tell. So it was really important for us to rewrite it. And our, we had a new publisher that released it as the Emissary and the Emerald Tablet. Oh, how did you two meet? We met online. <laughs> I love that. We met on a dating site. I was, I uh, as I mentioned, I was, I was a mom and I was at home. I had three little kids. I had no intention of going out to the bars and that kind of stuff. Rennie was a really busy working person and, and uh, I liked what he wrote. I, uh, that's actually why I, I was hidden on the site and I was kind of looking through profiles and I liked what he wrote, so I wrote to him. What a great thing. Tell everybody one more time um, where, what your website is and spell it out, please. It's onegreatyear.com, O-N-E-G-R-E-A-T-Y-E-A-R.com. And are you on social and media at all? We are. We're on all the social media sites. We're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and, um, mm-hmm. and Twitter. And, uh, and your we, YouTube channel. Yeah, and our YouTube channel. And we're at One Great Year on all of those. And right now, for your, for your uh, listeners, if you're interested, if this has caught your uh, interest at all, the Kindle is available for 99 cents on sale right now. Yeah. Since I, I we've uh, won our award, we're, we're I, celebrating. I, I bought that anyway. I bought that just because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. You support the authors you like. So I went and bought it. <laughs> but now I'm going to oh, wait. Oh, that's I'm awesome. Gonna, yeah. And, and um, I'm going to have our review team re- review these books because I know they're going to love them too. Um, oh, I wonderful. thank you enough for being with me. You two are fabulous. You're fun. You're fascinating. I love your writing. Promise me you'll come back next year. You know how to find me. Rennie and I have been emailing. You have my email too, Tam. I want you guys to come back and let's find out how this story continues. You are the best. You have you must have fabulous listeners because you are just a treat to talk to and listen to. Oh, Thanks so thank much, you. Tam. It's been great. I'm, I'm so happy that you are here. Congratulations on all your accolades. You certainly deserve them. And I want to thank my listeners for being with me tonight. And thank you, Mom and Dad. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.